You're listening to the Twisted Sisters podcast with Allie, a fiery realtor queen, and Samantha, a gypsy wandering her way through life while navigating being a rock star woman with ADHD. Both are former teen moms of two who have faced challenging adversities. They're here to break stereotypes, get real with you about the messiness of life, and remind you that we're all just a little twisted. Welcome to the Twisted Sisters. We are here on this sunny Friday with Allie Engren and, and Samantha Mello. And we are, it's Friday, so Halloween is Monday. Sunny. Yes. So we're wrapping up spooky season. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. I'm so over October. I am too. I really am too. October, thank you. It's been real. Peace out. Yes. And don't Comfort let the door food. kick you in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. We're ready for turkey. Yeah. We're going to go into November grateful, gratitude, and um, grateful that October is not going to be repeating yeah. itself. Yes. Mm-hmm. For a whole nother year. <laughs> Last night even, I was watching TV and I was like, oh, I should find a new show to watch to go to bed. And... I couldn't I like I couldn't even scroll past any psychological thrillers. I'm like, I can't do this to myself. <laughs> I know. Anymore. I'm like, I need something funny. Like lighthearted. I started New Girl all over because that's oh, where yeah. I was at. I was like, I just need some like Nick and mm-hmm. Schmidt and <laughs> some funny <laughs> stuff in my life. Because I don't have friends anymore. I used to watch friends all yeah. the time. They took that off. They there. did take it off. I started raising hope last night again. And that one's have you ever watched that one? I think I started it, but I wasn't in the right state of mind to watch it i was like nah it's just kind of funny because it's and it's dumb like just the dumb show where you're kind of like but he like gets that murder pregnant and then she ends up getting like the electrical chair and he gets her pregnant and so he has like a six-month-old baby and it's like this trashy house and (laughs) the mom and dad are like you can't keep this baby go drop it off at the fire station and then they end up obviously keeping the baby and it's a whole show about raising this little girl it's It's cute cute yeah they have some pretty uh uh creative you know shows these days i haven't actually this week we i haven't really watched much tv i picked up books I kind of just started um not intentionally actually it just kind of happened I was like uh this week I just got back into my workout routine really good and meditating and I don't know I think I tried turning the tv on and it just was like too much I think uh yeah it was like uh, overstimulating me so I just was like I looked over and there was a book there that I had read many 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 years ago and called Supernatural by Dr. Dota Spenza. And I still bring up some of it, but I like forgot all about it. And I picked it up and I started reading it and I forgot how the beginning and everything started. And it was it was actually really, really good because it is literally kind of like my story. This lady loses her husband. And anyways, she gets super sick. But it it's really it was uh, it was it was really good to read. And so I was like, hmm, sometimes your intuition just kind of points you in the right direction of where you need to go in Mm -hmm. those moments. Mm -hmm. But it was good because it was like linking up with a bunch of research I was doing on just our central nervous system and learning about PTSD and um, emotional stuff and 
yeah, it's, it's all kind of been linking together this week. So it's been kind of fun. That is fun when your intuition kind of does that stuff. I feel like mine does that as well with, I, I'm a podcast junkie. And so I follow Glenda Baker and she's a big realtor down in Atlanta. And she was randomly on this other podcast that I follow. And I was like, oh, what is she doing on here? So I kind of had the same yeah. thing this week, I feel like. It's nice when that happens. And I think it's just a good reminder of like, just stop and you know listen to yourself listen to your gut and um I had a lot of stuff I should have done this week but I kind of just didn't care yeah and it was like it felt good to just not care and do what I needed in the moments mm-hmm. and I still got everything done still got my laundry done mm-hmm. still did everything it just wasn't it was a just structure. in a pile yeah. on the floor for a little bit longer than it was and um, I wasn't in this like rush to do everything so it felt really good to kind of just like you feel like you're in control of your life or not in control but you kind of just I felt you're like I was embracing time this yeah. week very much and I like wrote you know wrote a little piece and felt like you wanted to post it on social media and you start writing and it's like it feels good yeah. it feels good to kind of click into that it is it does feel good where I've had the forced like sitting with it. if you listen to our journey here you know I'm not one to sit with myself I have to be busy 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 and I have had to sit with myself I feel like for the last two weeks and um it's a lot yeah mm-hmm. it's hard to kind of I think you just you you're scared of yourself sometimes I don't think we realize how scared of ourselves we are I kind of I mean I think you remember like when I went through that was it this last winter or no it was after a Florida trip yeah and it was after a Florida trip and I just kind of was like my body though is the one that forces me usually and so it was like my body had kind of forced me to settle down slow down quit running so fast and um it was really hard the first few weeks and then all of a sudden I was like okay this actually feels really good and you can't that's when I like really grew back my creativity but it was in a different way it was yeah. like I grew through and hit another point mm-hmm. and I don't think you you forget that sometimes those obstacles are there to force you to be yeah. better it's my resting season and yeah I'm easier said to... than done why is resting so much harder than going because you know we don't feel productive when we're resting we feel guilty when we're resting we do you feel it I mean that has to stem I know like in my household in order to like go out and go to a friend's house like I had it was like did you clean your room yeah did you do the dishes did you do that and it was like no I'll do it no I'll do that and it was like you almost had to like earn the yeah the the right to, to rest. rest and I don't think that's like what my parents you know they think no. they think they think you're teaching them structure and everything right. but I don't think you realize how that hardwires you to think like I am not allowed to rest until all these things mm-hmm. are done and this and that and it's like like it's a gift when in reality it's like okay you should just it's not a gift no it's just you need to rest and your body needs that recuperation yeah mm-hmm. I feel like the same goes for love too like you have like performance based love right? yes and you feel like you have to perform and be this certain type of conditional yeah like mm -hmm. you have to make sure everything's done and do all these things in order to receive love or receive these things and it's like those have been traits that I've had to like work yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and what um how to love yourself I I feel like I've been needing like 
I I feel like this week, and I just told you this, was like, not that you need like a tent. Like, I just want like, um, I think I've needed to love myself this week. Yeah. A little extra. Like, when you start to kind of feel like, okay, so I scheduled a massage, worked out, did the things that I needed to do, and I feel a lot better, like, towards the end of the week here. I feel like that too. I just lost my train of thought with it, but it's definite. I've like, we both talked about feeling a little bit more needy this week. Gosh, it was good. You guys. And I forgot it now. I don't know. It'll like, come can back you to feel me. needy, but like not want to see anybody and not want to go anywhere <laughs> and not want to talk to anybody. Like, is that a thing? <laughs> I think, I think for me, I have always been that person that read the book do the things like I need to st- listen to this podcast and you do this. And I think it was nice for the last two weeks where I've just been like no growth for me. Like I want to turn on the shittiest TV. I just want to sit here and just sit here and mm-hmm. not try and work on myself. <laughs> yeah. But yet I'm working on myself subconsciously. Right. Yeah. So I think that was my big one. This these last two weeks, just like focusing on um, my kiddos and just putting on trashy tv when i want to and yeah mm -hmm. doing what you need to in the moment yeah what did um we're sleep training lorelei and it's you know i it's a process and it was what was the phrase that was used um progress not perfection yes and i was like that that was good Mm -hmm. that's exactly Mm -hmm. it like progress not perfection exactly it's that it's the journey it's not the outcome yeah Mm -hmm. but I mean like you can say these like you know fortune cookie things (laughs) (laughs) but sometimes when you hear it in those moments you're like okay yeah that one hit otherwise Uh I'm like in one ear and out the other yeah I get it all right I'll get it (laughs) tell that to my laundry and all the shit I need done yeah Mm -hmm. I can yeah I've I get that I can relate I was listening to um, Drew Barrymore's podcast, and I absolutely adore her. I just love how honest mm-hmm. she is as a person. Her dating life <laughs> yes. and like her dating app she's on—it's yes. hysterical. It's, it's hysterical, and she's talking about the guy that like ghosted her and stuff. And that she's on this podcast, and these girls are like, "If Drew Barrymore gets ghosted, like, yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, all, to say. what was it? They were like, <laughs> I saw some stuff too, and they were like, if um, like Kim." Cardi or no not Kim K who just got cheated on and stuff I don't know some big actress whatever they're like if they can get cheated on like they're like then what are you doing go eat the (laughs) piece of pizza like go eat the pie like if the hottest most beautiful like stunning women in the world can get like Cheated cheated on or left or whatever like who cares at this point like it's not our issue like go do you boo Mm -hmm. i was like i like that i liked that too i liked how one of the girls that was on the podcast with her was like i always just send the ghost emoji (laughs) like he ghosted me so i'm gonna send send the the ghost (laughs) and then she's like but you have to do it soon because it's almost halloween and then it's a (laughs) halloween text And then they're just confused. Yes, exactly. That's totally it. What is like the worst emojis you th- like? What emojis, if you get sent to you, you are like, you take wrong. The eggplant one. <laughs> oh yeah, that one definitely has sexual connotation yes, to it. Yes, I hate the thumbs up. 
I don't know why. Okay. I'm just like. I okay. know to self, never send Sam the thumbs no, up. No, I don't. And never like, send Allie an eggplant. Oh, I'm sending you an eggplant <laughs> and a ghost every day. No, I feel like the thumbs up one and like the guy with like the crazy eyes and his like tongues out like too much. Too much. Like, yeah, like he's like really on another planet there. Like just like do the one eye closed and the, the tongue out, you know, but like when you do that one, it's like, oh, that's a lot going yeah, on there. Yeah. I think for me. Am I the only one who thinks about stuff no, like this? No, I don't think so. I, I'm just I can't think of one that's like that I get the most i think i hate the one with the sunglasses on like the cool like i'm like why the hell are you sending the, the cool sunglasses to me like this is so like circle like, yeah we get it you're cool right, wow right, exactly. <laughs> i do like i don't know it's, emojis are cool but i think when they're used in like a certain way like when somebody just uses an one emoji as a response sometimes you're kind of like Okay. So I think it just leaves too much open for people. Yeah. To like misinterpret. And I think sometimes I use emojis to like interpret that I'm not trying to be a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) The opposite. Yes. I think you can though too. I think it just depends on the situation. Right. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of like liking or hearting. Oh, if you have an iPhone, right? I think that only goes on iPhones. Like their message. I don't think so. I think it works on Android too. Does it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm a fan of that because that's like, I really like what you said. Yes. I saw it, but I don't really have the time to respond right now. Yes. Or, you know, like it's a way to send a message mm-hmm. to somebody. Mm-hmm. No, I like that one too because if you know me, I'm not if very good at texting back. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's work related. But all my girlfriends are always like, where are you? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, sorry. I forgot to respond. We're low on the priority list. <laughs> no, that's it not it. <laughs> We're just dropped down. I just mentally respond. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the ADHD part yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that we all kind of have I yeah think. so that podcast you were telling me like they're talking about red flags yeah so they were number one they were talking about um courtney kardashian and how she does chores like they she did chores naked while they were on vacation and she told her mom about it and i was laughing hysterically because they were saying like what you shouldn't do naked and what you should do naked <laughs> <laughs> and so like if you had a chore, what chore would you do naked? Would, like, if nobody's home in your house, do you walk around naked? Um, yeah. I usually have a robe, though. Okay. But, I mean, I'm a big fan of being naked so if I. I can be. Yeah. Um, but I I don't know. I'm not going to do the dishes naked, probably, <laughs> just because of where my boobs sit after having two kids and, like, the nipple situation and, like, Things are getting caught in weird places. I mean, I feel like... Like, I don't want to be doing a ton of activity I feel naked. like maybe that's a good thing for being naked doing the dishes because then your shirt and stuff doesn't get all wet when you're doing the dishes. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess so. I just feel like my boob's going to be somewhere else when I'm, like, trying to be... I don't know. Or if I'm vacuuming, like, too much movement. Like, too much movement. You're an aggressive vacuum. I am. I want to get it done fast and quick, and mm-hmm. I'm going to kick my feet up, and yeah. then I'm going to lay in bed naked. Yeah. yeah. I I got scarred from that because um, one time I was home alone, naked, like running from like my bathroom to go get my laundry mm-hmm. out of the washing machine or dryer, and 
um, I didn't lock the door because I was like, oh, I'm home alone. Nobody will walk in. And one of the neighbor boys walked into my house <laughs> when I was. What are you doing here, yeah. Bobby? <laughs> Thankfully, he didn't see anything because he would have been scarred for life, number one. But <laughs> I don't know if he'd been scarred as much as that would have been a mental image. But I was like, who just walks into a, a house? house. He, like Maybe he learned a big lesson that day. I think he did. Um, talking about being naked my I took a shower this morning and Lorelai I have to put a passcode on my phone because otherwise yeah. she gets in it so thank god I had that on there but she has my phone and she goes I take pictures <laughs> well I'm like literally getting out of the shower and I'm like oh my god and she's like clicking pictures and I go back and I look and there's like a picture of me in the shower there's a picture of me I'm like we don't take pictures of people when they're naked Lorelai right. and thank god you don't know how to post on social media because I feel like that would be my luck that like there's this Lorelai Lorelai only fans uploads for you. yeah like a picture and I don't even know it's like I is oh the biggest fear oh totally it like it told I go we don't like the conversations you have with three-year-olds at like seven in the morning I can't even but I was just like, yeah, we can take pictures, but we're not going to take pictures of people. Like, it was kind of creepy. It was like in the shower, you know, and it's like, it's like somebody's in your house, but like. Oh, I remember oh. those days. I'm so glad I'm over those days. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so funny. Or I, just even having like naked pictures of them on your phone. And that's like pornography. You know what yeah, I'm saying? So it's like, you got to be careful you this day and age. <laughs> It's definitely different. It's not like you're going and getting them printed off, like, off a roll of, right. like, a camera. Right. Can you imagine <laughs> back then, like, taking pictures and then, like, seeing all the pictures? I would love to talk to somebody who prints pictures. Oh, my gosh. Seriously. Day, like because if you would have went and just printed your disposable camera and Lorelai had a picture of you pictures. naked on the, in the know, shower, they would have seen them all and definitely <laughs> And they probably could make copies. I, I don't know. Do we sign waivers when we? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. What's the liability with getting disposable? We can't even get disposable cameras printed out yet no. anymore, can we? I don't think so. I don't think so either. We tried to, Hayden had one. I mean, that was five years ago or something like that. And I couldn't find anywhere to even print okay. it off. Or it was an old one or something weird. <laughs> That's oh. funny. Yeah, I don't I don't know what other activity I would do naked for cleaning the house. Maybe dusting cuz that's pretty like elegant. I mean, I think of like the dishes like you're loading the dishwasher, right? Like this is what I bent think. over. And you're bent over. Like that's not a good look. And then you when close the dishwasher, your nipple gets cut right, off. Yeah, or you have a knife that like cuts your <laughs> Yeah, that's what I would definitely have to wear an apron. Well, yeah, to, especially like cooking. Like, can you imagine if you're getting yeah. sprayed with oil and you're naked? And, Ouch. Yeah, that yeah. would hurt. So anyways, that was just, they were making fun of it. And it was hilarious because then Drew was like, oh, what if they, what if you make it like a game? Like if you <laughs> lose, then you have to do the dishes naked. <laughs> naked. <laughs> 
it's like it's like a, I'm like I don't know if I want obstacle to. course. It's like you might get burned, you might not. What's gonna happen? Like I don't know if I want to see my husband bending over into the dish. I want bacon for dinner. You have to cook naked. It's like torture. It's a form of like torture. Right. So then they just started talking about this article that we are always looking for the red flags in relationships. Why are we not looking for the green flags oh. in relationships? What do you think is a green flag? Well, they had a list, so I have it. And then I went a step further because I was like, why is everything always about relationships? And why can't we talk about friendships? Ooh. Like, what are the eight green flags for friendship? friendship? That's good. Yeah. So I'll start with the with the eight green flags for a relationship, and we can talk through them. So number one was feeling like a team. That's a good one. I think that's Partner. important. Yeah. Like, I don't think one should have one chore and one should have the other. Like, they should all just get done. I was listening to, I was it a podcast? It might have been a TikTok, TikTok or podcast. And they were talking about... Um, chores and stuff in a in a marriage or in a relationship and when when the other partner comes and says is there anything I can help you with and before you ask that question she goes we if the dishes aren't done if there's laundry (laughs) in the dryer like she goes through the whole list of things right like like you do not ask that question until all of these things are absolutely <laughs> completed. Like the bathroom's clean, the garbage is taken out, the bed's made, the kids' clothes are put away, all the dishes, you know. And she was like, it wants all of that, then you can come and ask. Until then, you go and you take care of the things that are obvious. And yeah. I was like, that is really good because that, that is, is a hard question to hear. Like, I mean, obviously, if somebody's cooking and you're like, can I help you with like, yeah. you know, whatever. But as far as like a partnership with right. the house and stuff, it's like, don't come and ask me if no, there's anything you I'm can't not your help. I'm not mommy. Like, go figure it out for yourself. Yeah. Both ways. Do you feel like there are chores that men should do and there are chores that women should do? No, I think it just depends on your relationship. Yeah. Because like, I would love to go mow the lawn every day. Like, yeah. I think that would be way more fun than doing the laundry. Yeah. So I think you kind of have to like balance out like is this a fun chore or is this like a miserable chore? And why do I have to do the miserable? And if we are the same, we have to like figure out like, okay, you do the fun chore and I'll do the miserable one and then vice versa. Yeah. And and I would feel like you should rock, paper, scissor that. Yeah. Where I'm the total, I will never get on a lawnmower because I'm terrified of them. Oh, really? Yeah. I think because I just used to run everything over. That's me. Oh, I ran I, snakes over. I got like teetered on a rock yeah. one time until they just kicked me off. That's I got kicked off too. I remember I was pregnant with Jack and I was like, just got this like, I'm going to go up and mow the lawn. And I was mowing it and Mike comes home and he's like, what are you doing? And I never put the thing in like propel mode. So I was trying to push the fucking <laughs> lawnmower. Oh, no. I and so, needless to say, I've never touched a lawnmower since. <laughs> I lived alone for a long time, so I had to mow yeah. the lawn, and I had really shitty boyfriends who, like, apparently just didn't do anything. So I just did it all anyways. I was like, here, you live here for free, too. Yeah. Why not? Right, I'll, exactly. I'll mow the lawn. I'll, I'll just do cook, the mom I'll things. I'll pay for everything. You just live your best life yeah. and come and go as you please. Yeah, it was a good time. That is a good time. Yeah, thankfully, when I lived alone... <laughs> He would still come and do all those things for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I failed in the boyfriend department for a little bit in that, <laughs> that sense. It wasn't for very long, but long enough to... Well, going into the the green flags and what... <laughs> yeah, these are red flags. Right, into the right. Saying they're going to do something and showing up for it. I, that's a big one for me. If you say you're going to do something, you better freaking do it. Yeah. I think it definitely depends on what it is, right? But I think we all have our traumas and our hurts in certain areas. So there's like, you know, being on time isn't like a huge deal. But if it's like if I asked you like, hey, I really need you to be on time for this and show up and you can't respect that, that's a different thing. Yeah. Like if we're going out to dinner and it doesn't quite matter, we said we're leaving at yeah. seven, that's different, yes, right? Yes, I But agree. when you ask like when you specifically ask and they hear you and they respect that that's so amazing yes but I agree with that completely because nobody's perfect no when somebody shows up and follows through and is like a man of their word Mm -hmm. or a person of their word I have so much respect I do too so much and it can be the little things but I think for me more so like just those those big items it's like wow thank you for showing up when I needed you or just not even realizing that you need them there but they knew that you needed them there that Mm -hmm. is a good one Mm -hmm. number three they respect your boundaries I thought that was a really good one too I think that's good I think healthy relationships are really hard to have after you've had toxic relationships so sometimes I don't think you realize that you're not respecting somebody somebody's boundaries um when you're doing things or when you're having conversations or when you say something a certain way. Um, But when you have that in return, it's really nice. But when you can have an open conversation, I think that's huge of like when somebody does cross your boundary or you're like, I don't really like this and they can sit and actually listen to you and hear you and they don't walk away and they don't turn it back on you. Um, Granted, some of these things, I don't think we do intentionally. I think we just do because we're used to toxic ways of communication. But I think when you have that, I think it's, it's helpful. And I, I think sometimes though I push boundaries, I think for like a, like when I do it in a toxic way, it's like to see what you're going to do. How you react to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think in the past when I've done that, it was kind of like, what do you, how are you, how like how far like if I push this button are you gonna walk away yep I do that like if I push this what's your loyalty to me are you Mm -hmm. gonna walk away Mm -hmm. are you gonna go and fulfill what you want in this second right you know and that was totally toxic on my behalf but I know I did that for sure because I I just it was like I already know you're gonna walk away or I already know that you're gonna do this so just go do it Mm -hmm. like let me give you that little push and Mm -hmm. see if you do it yeah on the flip side for me it was more let me see how much that I can get my way. Yeah. So I'm going to do X, Y, Z just because I want my way. Yeah. And that's not a healthy thing either. No. <laughs> right. Like, but I do, I'm going to win this and I'm going to win you and you better like it. Or Yeah. And yeah, I don't care how yes. I get there, but mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It is interesting, but I, you know, now that I'm older, I definitely have very strong boundaries in certain areas and it's like, okay, you know, if that's how you feel, that's fine, but I'm not willing to budge on this. And boundaries can be something as simple as like, even when Mike comes home from work and I've, I get home 
typically before him or I'm leaving to go show houses and he's there. But it's as simple as I know that, and most men, sorry, Mike, I'm throwing you under the bus here, but he goes downstairs to go take a, you know, number two, and he's in there for like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I allow him to have that time yeah. because I know that that time is important to him. <laughs> so it's as simple as, nope, you can't go down there. Dad's down there. Yeah. He needs his time. Yes. Give him his space. Yeah. He might be sending me 50 TikToks while he's down <laughs> yeah. there, but. I think it's great to recognize that you need space too. Like, yeah. you know, when you can verbalize, like I'm, I'm home and I'm, I feel good cause I'm home mm-hmm. and it feels good to be around you guys, mm-hmm. but I still need, give me like yes. some time to like come to myself and you know, cause I think that's hard too is like, you're excited to see them. And then all right. of a sudden you're like, what the hell? I like you're not know. excited to see <laughs> yeah. me. You know, and then if the roles are reversed, it's I feel the same exact way. You get home and you're like, I don't I just wanna sit and not talk, you know? It goes vice versa. But for yes. some reason it's easier when you want it and not, you know, the right. Other way around. Right. And I think for me, like when Jack gets home, he's at a whole different vibration than I am when I'm working from home all day. Yeah. And he comes in and he just throws his backpack in his brah, 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 brah. So I need to like mentally that half hour before he gets home, I'm listening to music to raise my vibration <laughs> yep. so that I'm happy when he so gets home. Get, yes. Because yeah. usually I'm like, oh my God, I don't know how to Wait, handle you right you now. Do you find yourself like you get to that place <laughs> and then he comes home and he's just the opposite? Yeah, sometimes. And then he's just like, uh-huh. and you're like, how's your day? What's going on? What's going on in life? And yeah. they're just like shut up and you're like wait I'm like excited to hear this no like I'm there for Mm. I'm in it and you never know with him he's a Scorpio so he's either (laughs) I say that yes it's Britney bitch or he (laughs) hates somebody on the bus so I I don't know it's I never know what I'm gonna get he should be a Gemini for freak's sake So the next one is they know how to express their feelings. Mm. That's big for me. That's a good one. I've been in relationships where they don't know how to express their feelings. And you're like, I I don't know how you're feeling right now. I think I know how you're feeling right now, but you're not telling me how you're feeling right now. I don't think people know how to articulate it. Yeah. I think sometimes like you, you're feeling it and like, I feel like anxiety always gets thrown in Yeah. for feelings these days. It's mm-hmm. like, well, I'm just having anxiety. Okay. Well, what, what does that mean mm-hmm. for you? Cause that's different for everybody. And I feel like the word anxiety is kind of like had to wrap all these emotions into one. Like yeah. a lot of times if like somebody's angry or like your thoughts are flying, but you can't grasp it it's hard to articulate and so it's like well I'm just having anxiety and that's great but I think when you're on the receiving end of it it's hard to you like you want to help your your partner and you want to help them and you're like okay well what kind you know how can I help you with that Mm -hmm. or do you need that or do you not Mm -hmm. like I, I need communication on those types of feelings of like is it something I'm doing? Right. Because I have the toxic trait of taking responsibility for things that just aren't mine. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, what did I do to cause this? Is it something I did? Am I talking too much? Did I touch you too much? Am I in like, am I, you know, you're just thinking of all those things mm-hmm. and you're like, well, I don't want to make you feel that way. So you're tell me pro- what I need to do to stop. Projecting thoughts. Yeah. And, yeah. And I think anxiety and it is spirals back and forth. Yeah. And I think it's a, like you said before, it's just very vague. Okay. I have anxiety. Okay. Well, 
what triggered like you just said the anxiety of it Mm -hmm. and I get that that's hard to like navigate when you're in it you're like I don't know it definitely is you know but it is I think it's a good habit to get into to like take a second and think like what is making me feel this way or what was I listening to or what was I doing when this started how did it come up but when you have somebody I think you can trust and I think this is in friendships too Mm -hmm. like I think that's why friendships, it's so much easier because you you just have that open dialogue yeah. and usually you don't have to go to bed with them. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't have to listen to them chew or right. do things. Yes. Um, but you, you, you just have an open dialogue and there's no judgment. There's no, you just, I like, I, if you tell me your feelings, I don't take responsibility right. for it because I know it's not mine. Yeah, exactly. You know, and you kind of have that. And mm-hmm. so. It kind of goes both ways. But at the same point, when you're in friendships, you still got to, like, say where you're at sometimes. You do. Sometimes. And I don't think people even – sometimes you don't even know what you're doing. Like, uh, I know I've done stuff probably many times where I'm like, I'm sorry. I had no idea. I was saying it in that tone of voice. Mm -hmm. It's not my heart. It was not my intention. But thank you for expressing your emotions. We're all just wired so differently. I think you brought it to my attention, I don't know, a couple months ago. I think when we got back from Florida and you were like, you never say like good job or at like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm totally not that person in my head. So now I've like been trying harder and harder to be like, good job. I I didn't say it quite that harshly. Just like genuine. But it was just like, it is hard. I needed to be able to express like, I'm happy for you or I'm this because I am, but I'm just not expressing it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And then I'm probably too much. I'm like, that's so great. Thank you. I love it. And you're just like, well, you know, like, show me. Don't say it. Right. Um, they give you space to be yourself. And that kind of goes back to the boundary thing, I think. And just the fact of like being your true, genuine, funny self. I think, yeah, I think that goes straight to your confidence level and like how much you love yourself. And Mm -hmm. if you really love yourself and you're confident in yourself, I mean, it's somebody's not going to trigger you to go take space and you're going to recognize like it's good for them because when you can take space and, you know, fill your own cup, you have a lot more to give to somebody else. Exactly. And they have healthy relationships with others. I think that's huge. That is huge. That's a really big one for me. I think you're, it just shows. I think who you hang out with, uh, what your priorities are, it shows in so many aspects who, of your life. How your relationship is with your family, I think that's a big one for me. Like if yeah. you have grief or whatever with your family beef, um, that's a, I, I'm so family oriented with my own family that I would hope that I could be that's what I looked for when it's a value I for what you. I loved about Mike was that he had such a large family and growing up in Minnesota when my family was so spread out throughout the United States it was like wow I love how this yeah. works I think I think that it is and, and and also too like for people who haven't had healthy relationships with their family are they showing up and avoiding the whole relationship and like you show up and you have to act like everything's fine even though it's not and everybody just or do they just cut off ties and Mm -hmm. they respect that like I think those are all very good things to see too they are I mean sometimes you you don't get to choose your Your family family. and how things that happen and stuff but you can choose how you set boundaries and I think that shows um, immensely when you see somebody take 
you know, and hold tight to boundaries yeah. and, and say like, no, like you're not going to hurt me and you're not going to hurt my, you know, kids or my significant mm-hmm. other, but you can be a part of that. Exactly. But I think in friendships, like how do you communicate in your friendships? What do you expect from people? Are you always complaining about your friends? Are you throwing them under the bus? Yep. You know, all of that stuff. Talking about past relationships even. That's a big yeah. one for me. I don't want to hear about your past relationships. Nope. nope. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to hear she's crazy. Right. She's, and it's like nobody gets there on no, their own. No, they don't. I mean, you'll have a few here and there, but then what's wrong with you when you exactly. pick her? Like, why are you choosing the crazies? Yes. Maybe you need to take a good hard look at yourself <laughs> and think why you're attracted to that. Uh-huh. And that ain't yeah. me. No. Ugh. Well, I mean, I am kind of crazy, but. We're all crazy in our own way. <laughs> <laughs> their behavior is reliable. I think that kind of goes back to they show up. Yeah, exactly. You feel good about yourself when you're with them, and that kind of puts them all, I feel like, into yeah a group. Yeah, I think they help you see the good parts in yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, balance, because you don't want to be the same, but, you know, you can't be complete. Like <laughs> You have to have some similarities in each other. You do, because opposites do attract. But I think I love all those memes out there that, like, you have your night owl and your morning person and they get married. And it's yeah. like, yeah, some of those things are, I mean, so true. But some <laughs> of them, yes, you do have to find common ground in things. It can't just be let's have babies and then our babies are everything and this is what we talk about. And then we go out on date night and we have nothing to talk about except our kids. Yeah. Because they're going to grow up and move away from you someday. So. And then everybody's getting divorced mm-hmm. after that. Yep. I think, you know, relationships, whether it's friendships or, you know, whether you're dating somebody or married, they take work they and do. it takes responsibility and it takes showing up, all of those things. It mm-hmm. takes a amount it's of respect. It's the hardest thing, like marriage, like for me speaking, we've separated. We I've talked about that on here, but marriage is the hardest thing you will ever do in your entire life. Like, you have to choose to wake up and love them every day. And friendships, too. I don't mean just that in relationships, but... But friendships, I think you can kind of distance from each other, you know? You're in different households. Right. You can kind of back off and, and get some space, whereas in a marriage, you can't really do that because no. you're, like, tied together right. in all aspects of mm-hmm. life, and you're like, I really don't like you right now, right. but I have to find that spark again or yes. you have to kind of get back into like do. romanticizing your relationship i can't and listen to it. you chew any longer <laughs> i'm gonna punch you in the face and it's just all those things and then you're like some of the days it's like that and then some days you look at him and you're like why the hell do you love me <laughs> i have a question so like in a marriage or a relationship what do you think like where does sex range in like maintaining a marriage or relationship do you think it's like a pretty high percentage like I feel like people that I talk to who have been married or in relationships for a long time tend to have a very healthy sex life and I think it keeps you connected in ways yeah I think it's fun to just have that person that like you can fully trust Mm -hmm. I think that's a big thing like you could totally I don't know fart or something and it would you'd laugh about it like because sex makes a lot of noises right it was Kelly Ripa and her husband they were talking about that and it was hysterical (laughs) but they were like we have sex like almost every day yeah and they like they've done that their you know they just we I mean Mike and I have a very healthy sex life I will say that um but it wasn't always that way 
and I think we had to rekindle some things. I think for a while after you have babies, you get no. really self-conscious about yourself. Yeah, so you it's like you're in gross. your head. And you don't you, feel like yourself. No, you don't. You don't and then you like he, men always pick the days where it's like you haven't showered or brushed your teeth. And <laughs> they're like, oh, hey, sexy. And you're like, are you serious right now? Like, I can't even get close to you right now. Yeah. And we're so, me. Well, yes, we're so mental. Well, we're so mental. Right. It's like you there's something about like being in a place where you you can like you want to prepare all day yeah like yeah. there's something about like, right can you pick the day the, that I the look mood amazing and you get to, like yes. get in that place mentally but it just shows how men really don't think like yeah. yes they love to see you get dressed up and they love to go date and they love all those things but the reality of it, when they want sex, they want sex. And it yeah. doesn't. Yeah, they don't look no, at your roles. No, They're not looking no. at any of that. They're <laughs> no. just like, boo. Yes. And I think, like, I did because he's the type that he's like, I want it every day, all day. Like, wants to talk about it all day, every day. <laughs> and so I always, um, I don't always, I guess I should say. But I always, oh, my God, Allie. I did this thing with him because I was like, all right, buddy, you want sex every day? I'll give you sex every day. (laughs) Challenge accepted. Exactly. I'm going to win because I'm a winner. (laughs) (laughs) This is awesome. And so I had sex with him every day for about a week and a half. And he looked at me one night and he was like, I can't can't do it anymore. (laughs) Broke him. You broke broke him. Yes. And so we were sitting over at our friend's house and I told my um, them all this story and all the guys are laughing and the girls are looking at me like I'm totally doing this <laughs> because every man is the same with that. Oh, that's awesome. I know. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. needless to say, now he says, I want it every other day. <laughs> it's more specific. Yeah. <laughs> so since we had sex today, we can give tomorrow a break. Right. But then after that, yes. back on. exactly i love it i know and so then just moving on to the friend ones and i i think this is where a lot of women who do have healthy marriages sometimes they they lack the friendship Mm -hmm. thing yeah Mm -hmm. i I know i did for a while and i think i always felt like something was missing and so the first one is the you laugh hysterically together well we have that one going for (laughs) us that one's a good one (laughs) yes conversations involve personal growth and life goals i think that's huge to have somebody who holds you accountable can call you out at times when maybe you're not right but has a sensitive and a soft way of like delivery for you that you can hear and understand and usually when it's a friend it's nice because you're not in the turmoil at the time either so you can step away and have a fresh mindset. Right. And also, too, just somebody, like, to document your growth yeah. with. Like, how many times do I call you and I'm like, this happened. Right. I'm documenting. Yes. I'm documenting that this was crazy and this was wild and it happened. And mm-hmm. remember when I talked about wanting this or whatever? Okay, bye. I got to go. Yes. You know? And we document all the time. We I'm like, do. here's this dream. And then three years later, I'm like, remember that dream? And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, my gosh, Yes. And this just happened. Right. And so it's fun to have somebody to like document life. It is because I feel like husbands, yeah, you can sit or boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever, and sit and talk to them. And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you bring it up and they're like, I don't remember what you said. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Um, No gossip. And I want to rephrase that one because I feel like we do gossip about people. (laughs) Is it about each other? We don't gossip about each other. Yeah, Yeah. I would say that. (laughs) I think you have to like. I, I feel like we we 
try to not. But at times, I think when our emotions get the best yes. of us and we just start like vomiting of <laughs> yes. the mouth, it's not like intentional gossip of like, no. oh, my God, did you see? But I think when you're frustrated with the situation, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're like, well, blah, 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 blah. And then you like stop and you get it all out. And then you're like, oh, but I'm not judging like, them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly but I think it's just you, you know but I think when you're with the right person when you're yeah. with the right person they know that you're not you actually really don't feel that you're just like expressing word yes. vomit because of your emotions and I think for both of us like I'm somewhat close to my sisters but you're like my sister and yeah. so I think and you're not close to your siblings really no. so it's just kind of one of those things where it's like yeah. we're each other's twisted Sist- sisters <laughs> yeah we need somebody to word, word vomit to. Yeah, you do. I think <laughs> yeah. you have to. You yeah. have to have that person in you your do. life. If you don't, like, you're just going to be bent up yeah. and, like, Absolutely. Uh, drunk all the time yep. or something. But thankfully, we both have really... But then it all comes out when you're drunk, so that's scary, <laughs> yes. too. And we both have amazing relationships with our mom, so I think that does help, yeah. too, with things. Yeah. Um, you can show up as yourself every single time. That's a big yeah. one. Mm-hmm. I think that's huge to have somebody just accept you where you're at because yes. I've been in some really crappy places where I don't think I even had much to give. But when you can just show up, like, I mean, how many times I just show up and like lay on your couch mm-hmm. just because it's like I needed to be around somebody. Right. But I didn't want to like I couldn't say much. But and I you just, just didn't want to be in your own my space. Yeah, yeah. You needed a clear. And it was like, mm-hmm. OK. And then, too, I've showed up and it's like, you know, I'm dancing in the kitchen with your right. kids. And exactly. Doing whatever. That's like their favorite times. And I was literally just crying in the kitchen like this morning with yeah. you. So mm-hmm. that kitchen has a lot of memories. It does have a lot You're of not memory. allowed to do anything to that kitchen ever. <laughs> I do love when I walk in your house, though, like all the boys kind of come out of the rooms yes. like her boys you know it's like jack's like hey sam and then all of a sudden everett's been in his room all day and yes. he comes up and he's like hi sam right, you know right. i love it and everybody like pops in i'm like oh i love you boys so mm-hmm. much they love you it always blesses me mm-hmm. and like okay you, jack's I'm always like terrible. is she bringing hayden i know he has to go well honey like he's a sophomore in high school right like, not nine yeah he's like working out and right. i know i try mm-hmm. to explain it to him last time yes um no judgment we already went through that one because I don't judge you ever and I know you don't judge me oh I judge you (laughs) I'm just kidding they celebrate your achievements we kind of just went through this I'm learning how to be more celebratory (laughs) (laughs) I don't think like I know that you have your own way of doing it but I think sometimes when you're going through motions of like I just I'm like I don't know if it was like I need your approval on some things of like do you like this do you not mm-hmm. or are you just going with it because it's like yeah that's good enough you yeah. know yeah. I think sometimes there's more of like distinction in that are you just the yes man that's on here too yeah. like tell the truth mm-hmm. right and they truly support you yeah that's huge I you know our friendship wasn't always like this, no so, I mean like when we first started being friends it was uh, what we talk well we went to school together so we saw right. each other every day but then after that we stayed in touch but we would maybe talk once every month or yeah it mm-hmm. was not but it was like that person it, it was always from the very beginning like no judgment right everything on the I table got back yeah like mm-hmm. we didn't know anybody really mutual so mm-hmm. it was kind of nice you just yeah. had to like you were like i'm like really shitty today mm-hmm. and and you didn't know anybody so you didn't have any of that like and we had that like young mom bond too that like yeah. all our friends are out 
doing their thing and we're like oh hey i'm a yeah. mom yeah i mean we would try and get together it just never no. worked so yeah. it was like the phase of our life but we always out of mutual respect yes, for that definitely and I think that's huge i think we both just knew we, we were both doing hair we were both trying to pay daycare we were both trying to yeah. pay bills and it's like you don't in those seasons you don't have a lot of time for friends yeah. we definitely had a phone friendship for mm-hmm. many years we, we did would see each other like twice a year yeah yeah. But we would call each other. Right. And then, you know, we went through phases. Mm-hmm. So then you were married and you did the family life. Right. And I was still single doing my... Th- I was I was in that place for a long time, a very long time. Yeah, but then I separated and then it yeah. was like you went through your stuff and it was like the universe was like, okay, their bond is created stronger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You definitely realize who's there in those moments. You do. Mm-hmm. But I definitely I would say like if you're looking at your friends and you're going like I I know that I have friends who are different places of life as me. Yeah. And when I say I'm busy, it's not about prioritizing you. I Sometimes it's you have life and then you have to prioritize yourself somewhere and then your friends come in. Yes. And I can't prioritize my friends over myself because right. it's not healthy for anybody. No, it's not. And so I think. You have to realize that compassion and understanding in those areas goes a long way. And just understanding that sometimes we need some space, not because of something you did or anybody else did, but sometimes you just kind of have to gather yourself in life. Yeah. And can't take it personally. But those are the best friendships where, like we talked about earlier, but we haven't talked in however long, but hey, I'm going to show up and I'm going to cry in your kitchen. And that's okay yeah like you know that they're always there yes Mm -hmm. and they're not going to bring it up they're not going to hold it against you no that open concept and I would really encourage you guys to like if you're struggling with finding friends around you become a friend yourself first yeah be the friend that you need show up when you don't want to Mm -hmm. show up don't hold you know obviously have your boundaries I think that's a great one in all relationships whether it's a you know I I friendship or a relationship Mm -hmm. but hold those boundaries and you know obviously understand the energy you're giving something and what you're receiving in return but don't give the energy with the idea that you have to have something in return right give that unconditional love show up in the hard times because those people will show up for you and if they don't that's on them but I guarantee the universe God whatever you believe in will put somebody in your life that's supposed to be there in that time Mm mm-hmm Like, I remember when I lost, you know, and I just felt like I didn't have a grandparent. Like, when my grandparents were gone and I just kind of was lacking in that relationship and kind of mourning that, that I had some clients that showed up and they just filled that grandparent role. And they were just amazing. We love them. I was still in contact with them. And you just have people who fill that void. And you fill that void for them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's okay to cut the relationships and friendships off that aren't serving you anymore. I think that's healthy too. So there's a time I think people and we change so much. Right. So like somebody that you might have been friends with in your 20s, like look back at some of those people and you're like, I could never be friends with them now. No. I think it goes back to that personal growth thing. And you're like, we could have never been friends back then, you know? Exactly. It's just, yeah. I think there's definitely a time and place for each person in your life. And where should people find friends, Sam? I'm 
I was just watching. <laughs> we just watched I Love You, Man. Oh, yes. oh my God. I was dying because he's finding a friend. Yes. He has no friends. Yes. It is absolutely hysterical. Is we were dying laughing. Paul Rudd is and like he's my like on find a fr- It's like finder friends or something <laughs> yes. like that. And his mom's hooking him up with friends. Yes. And his brother, his gay brother, who's who's the, the gym guy. Yes. <laughs> he hugs him up with a short little guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny. And then the one guy kisses him. It's, it's a funny movie, so. I I think you just find I don't I think you just have to go to the places that you enjoy being and you love like if you love painting go do a painting class if you love working out go work out compliment Mm -hmm. somebody introduce yourself Mm -hmm. and like people are just coming out still I feel like from COVID it's like go do your life go live your life and go find the people that go live music Mm -hmm. and yeah go talk to people I think you'll be surprised how many people are really in the same place they are everybody is we're all doing this together sweetest lady at the gym today I was getting my I don't know I like had my my clothes were on I had all my stuff on and I was just kind of gathering the rest and she was like she just looked at me and she goes enjoy your youth (laughs) and I said thank you I'm trying (laughs) and she was just so sweet she's like you are just beautiful she goes just enjoy it so much and like I was like you are so sweet and she was like you know I go I try to but I think my kids suck the youth out of me (laughs) and she's like how many you know so we got in the conversation and but it was like I just was so blessed that she just took time out of her day to be like she's in your life for a moment yeah Mm -hmm. and she just had this sweet smile and Mm -hmm. she never stopped smiling and it was like thank you so much you made my day yeah well that's good that's a good way to end this I think with kids too it's so funny like your kids come up and like I want to have a play date with them and I'm like what's their name I don't know their name (laughs) but I want to play with them can you get their mom's number it's like we should just do that as people I have in my phone is like little johnny next door's mom right i have no name i don't know their name i know um susie's sister's mom but like why as adults can't we be like hey i don't know your name but i want to be friends with you because that's before all of our insecurities and our Mm self-doubt and we had to impress other inner child to come back out and starts with us yeah it starts with you Allie. Mm -hmm. what's your inner child want to do right now what does my inner child want to do right now I don't know. <laughs> Mine always wants to dance and sing. Yeah. Always. I don't know what my inner child wants to do. D- decorate? That's my adult. <laughs> I get to live my inner child every so day. So this is a question we're going to leave you all with. you got to answer this next <laughs> yeah. week, Kelly. What's your inner child want to do today? Try and listen to it. <laughs> Bye, Thanks, guys. everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Twisted Sisters podcast. We'll now leave you with a little bit of wisdom from Allie and Samantha. Imperfection is beauty. Madness is genius. And it's better to be absolutely ridiculous than absolutely boring. Twisted Twisted sisters. Sisters. We're all a little twisted.